From the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between, this is the 5050 Podcast, powered by National Scouting Report. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. Here we go, day two, live from beautiful Moody Gardens here in Galveston, Texas, at the 2023 Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention. And our first guest of the day, it's a tandem crew. It's a coaching staff. We are joined by the head women's soccer coach and the assistant women's soccer coach of the Lake Travis Cavaliers, Coach Will Maloney and Emma Fox. Coaches, good morning. Good morning. We appreciate you coming up or having us on. We're big fans. Absolutely. Thank you. Big fans of you guys as well, man. Obviously, us region four folks got to got to look out for each other, right? So even though there's that that healthy right San Antonio Austin rivalry, so um, how's it going so far? We're good, man. Tasca has been awesome. Uh, we got in early yesterday, caught a couple sessions, and um, really the biggest thing I think is the camaraderie and get the networking that you get to meet all the coaches and kind of pick <laughs> their brains. Uh, we went to dinner with all the other 26 6A coaches last yeah. night, which mm -hmm. was really fun. Yeah, and we talked about that healthy rivalry between San Antonio right. and Austin, but the inner rivalry within the districts, but still having that yeah. kind of camaraderie ship is really, really awesome. Yeah. So you guys come all the way to Galveston just to go have dinner with everyone from Austin, <laughs> exactly. right? Is that how that works? Exactly. <laughs> That's always how it goes. How about you, coach? Um, I'm excited to be here. This is my second year. Uh -huh. um, it was fun getting to meet all the 6A coaches yesterday. I hadn't met them before and they welcomed me with open arms. So I'm excited for the weekend. Awesome. Good deal. So, Thoughts, you know, where obviously you've been here. This is not your first rodeo here. Um, I see you around. We we're trying to get you on yesterday. Sure. Just couldn't link up schedules. But everywhere I see you, man, I see Coach Maloney. It's like he's running for mayor, right? <laughs> I see. But no, it's great. Yeah, you're right. The camaraderie piece is big here. It's awesome. Um, question I guess I have for you, for both of you right out of the gate, is thoughts kind of on day one in terms of just the experience, the vibe? What do you guys pick up? What's your key takeaways from day one? Um, I think Tasco has done a really good job of building um, the coaches and the higher um, level and the more uh, famous coaches, I guess, or the mm -hmm. more experienced coaches to yeah. kind of lead these awesome <laughs> sessions. Um, like we got Arsenal U17 yeah. uh, coming all the way from England. Um, so getting to kind of watch that and see what these coaches do. Um, this morning we watched uh, the Grand Valley coach. Uh, for the Toros. Yeah. And so um, kind of getting to see the highest level and what they do there and comparing it to what we do at the high school level mm -hmm. uh, has been really, really awesome. And so we're appreciative <laughs> of Tasco for kind of doing that for all of us coaches. Yeah. Emma? Yeah, I agree. Ha seeing all of the high level coaches being able to come out and support the high school scene is really important. Mm -hmm. um, and it's important for us to learn back from them <laughs> as well. So it's been really cool to not only see other high school coaches leading sessions, but
No, yeah. I think it's just getting to see, um, not necessarily surprises, but um, I used to work up in McKinney. I'm from the DFW mm -hmm. area. I get to um, go and hang out with the coaches that coached me in Texas high school soccer. Right. And so um, just getting to see everyone um, once a year is what we kind of look forward to every year. So, yeah. um, again, this weekend and Tasco <laughs> having this is really, really special mm -hmm. um, for me. Yeah. So talk about, so last year was your first, first year at the helm, right? In charge of making the jump from the, you know, the men's side to the women's side there at Lake Travis. Tell us um, what you look back at last year, right? What was maybe your key takeaways from last year going into this year? Um, so one thing that we wanted to really <clears throat> focus on in the off season is, um, and what we were very talented last year. Right. We were very young last year. Um, and the big focus this offseason has been building more camaraderie within the team and within the program and um, making sure that they are fully bought in to each other. Mm -hmm. And so, um, one, we've been working very hard in the summer, uh, building kind of leadership within the girls and yeah. accountability and having them be the ones that push each other. Um, and so it's been awesome to see that. Um, again, we have very, very strong leaders within this group. Uh, from all ages, which mm -hmm. is what we want to build. We don't want just senior leaders. We want junior leaders, sophomore leaders, freshman leaders. And so them stepping up to the plate has been really awesome to see. Yeah. And then um, one big thing and the biggest adjustment, I think going from boy soccer to girl soccer is um, really focusing on the ACL prevention, yeah. um, which was a huge um, eye opener to me last year. Um, we had- Did you guys did you guys experience that last so, year? So um, we, yeah. We, Within going into playoffs, um, we're talking a week before we kick off against uh, Round Rock Westwood, mm -hmm. um, we lose our starting winger um, to an ACL injury, which is um, which was a killer. And then the next game, we lost um, the next person up. Uh, so we lost back-to-back -back wingers, and we lost about 30 goal contributions going into yeah. um, playoffs. And so we were obviously very, very – uh, devastated for our team, but you almost feel as a coach, you're letting them down mm -hmm. uh, within our preparation to prepare them. So again, um, yeah. that's been a big emphasis yeah. this summer, this <laughs> off season, uh, making sure uh, Coach Fox has actually been really, really awesome within that, but making sure those girls are um, ready and prepared for the um, kind of rigor of a season and making sure we can prevent or get, set them up to not have those kind of right, injuries. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, and it's tough. And <clears throat> excuse me, I was actually having this conversation yesterday with one of the coaches here. Um, actually, it was with Chris Sharp from Elmo Heights. Uh, we were talking about, and another coach as well, but we were talking about how the it's really become a, an epidemic, right? And a lot of what we're seeing in our players, especially our club players, right, is is like they don't rest. They don't rest, or they're led to feel guilty for not doing anything for a weekend or for a couple of days, right? It, they feel like they're not somehow grinding or, <clears throat> excuse me, or their opportunity to, you know, to go play at the college levels, they're going to get passed over because they took a few days off. They took a week off, right? So uh, amongst other things as well. But I see that. I see that, as you know, we're all over social media and you we see that in a lot of our our athletes, right? There's their, you know, club weekend, three games, showcases, all this stuff. And then personal sessions on top of that. They're in the then they're in the weight room, and then zero rest time. And then right in, and then you know what our high school season is like, right? The number of games in there. So it's tough. It's tough. So what can we do? What can we adjust? How can we adjust recovery days? And I've had that conversation, you know, with with my girls there at MacArthur as well. And one of the things that we're trying to do is 
very much so in the weight room. We get in there. I call it prehab. We do a lot of prehab stuff, a lot of minivan work. And um, I, I incorporate, I really went to that probably about three, maybe four years ago in my coaching career on that, you know, prototypically at the varsity level, our games, you know, Tuesday, Fridays, normally that Wednesday has really become a, a recovery day. Right. And a true sense of, you know, regenerative, not stepping on the field unless we really need it kind of thing. Uh, so, and educating our, educating our girls, educating our student athletes on that. So yeah, very, very much. So I'm curious, Emma, what do you, what have you brought in from that perspective with, uh, with the girls here at Lake Travis? Um, well, whenever I came on, Coach Maloney talked to me about all the injuries last year and kind of gave me the task of helping him prevent it, you know, this season. So I've done a lot of research. We've talked to a lot of strength and conditioning coaches, um, and we've kind of created this program to help them out. And we haven't had one yet, knock on wood. So, so yeah. it's been really well. Tell them what we do on Mondays. Hmm? Tell them what we do on Mondays. Um, on Mondays, so it's kind of like our rest day. We have, um, we bring all the girls out. We do band work. We work on hip mobility because mm-hmm. um, that's super big with your knees. If you have, yeah. sh- you know, yeah. hip yeah. mobility and strengthen your hips and your oh, knees aren't, won't give out as often. Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds of band work. We do change of direction, um, some jumps, you know, yeah. stuff like that, working on their balance. But it's just a good mixture of it, all three of those things. And it's worked really well. Yeah. And so then we go Wednesdays, leg day, single legs, uh, box jumps, things like that, just right. getting them used to <clears> strengthening <throat> everything. Um, and then we've added, and I'm very, very proud of the girls within this, um, which we haven't done. Um, we have Tuesday and Thursdays before school um, mm-hmm. lifting. Yeah. And so we've gotten 30, 40 girls in the program coming in at 7, 7 a.m., uh, having that kind of accountability and getting after it in the morning. That is awesome. That is so awesome. they're getting yeah. four, almost four days a week yeah. of uh, just kind of injury prevention within that. How how have they responded to that? Um, I was surprised. I didn't yeah. know, <laughs> I didn't know um, how they were going to take it at first or mm-hmm. how many people would show up. But um, again, they've uh, and this is what I really love about this group. Um, they they accepted it. They wanted it. And now, yeah. you know, they're kind of leading it within that. So good. That's yeah. awesome. Great stuff. So. Obviously, so we shift, we shift here. We start talking about your, you know, we looked at last year. What was maybe your one biggest, your personal lesson? Because last year, correct me if I'm wrong, last year was your first year as a head coach, correct? No, so um, I actually, and we can go back, I guess, uh, from the beginning, I got to do a um, student teaching and Mm -hmm. volunteer assistant coaches at Alito in 2018. And so I got to play under... And who coached me, Derek Beerling, who was the Hall of Honor. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in the Hall of Honor. He's a great guy. I uh, got that experience, got to go on a state run in 2018. Yeah. Um, from there, I got to <clears throat> coach as the varsity assistant in McKinney under mm-hmm. Alan Pocock, who's another Hall of Honor guy. Right. Um, and then from there, I got to move closer to home because I'm from Alito. Um, and I was the head coach at Azel Boys for okay. two years. And then, uh, yeah, I was just talking to their coach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, I got to do that. And then, uh, coach Bamble came calling for mm-hmm. Lake Travis. And so that's where yeah. we are now. So this will be my fourth year as a head coach. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So last year though, but it was, or so was it your first year on the women's side? Yes. It was. Year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so sure. maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So making that jump, right. What was maybe the biggest lesson for you personally? Um, the biggest lesson for me personally, I think, um, again, was the um, recovery time needed between Tuesdays and Fridays. Again, especially on the girl side, yeah, they yeah. are 
if they have a off day or an off weekend, meaning they don't have anything planned, they're going to have something planned for that. They're mm-hmm. going to go to a um, showcase or they're going to go to a right. ID camp or they're going to get the personal training in. It's literally what we just talked yeah. about. right? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so um, just realizing that those Wednesdays are really important. We don't need pause really that hard extra practice on Wednesday. We need yeah. to sit down watch some film, um, recover, get those mm-hmm. bodies right and get ready to go on Friday because I think we were very, very strong the first half of district and then towards that back half of district and going into playoffs, we were a little banged up. So managing, I think, um, their bodies and their mindsets uh, mm-hmm. to go and kind of peak yeah. at the um, at the end of the season versus kind of the middle of the district. Yeah. Okay. The biggest takeaway. So we look at this year, right? We look at your second year now, and obviously you get a great steal now in your new assistant, <laughs> right? And coach Fox. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts the upcoming season as you look into this this season? What has you maybe the most excited? Yeah, I think, um, again, we come in or I came in last year and I'm kind of seeing the pieces and we had a very high emphasis and, hey, this is going to be a two and three year process that we're building here. And so we are going to be very, very young and we have a lot of young talent. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to throw them into the fire and see how they do. And we are very fortunate in that our younger players stepped up incredibly last year and they were playing like juniors and seniors uh, by the time (laughs) the season ended. And so going from an inexperienced team to where we didn't have maybe those eyes and those expectations to now, all these girls know what it takes to be yeah. at that yeah. highest level. They're ready for it. They want it. They're hungry. Um, and so, again, just seeing the hunger within the girls and that the cool thing about Lake Travis is we're always expected to compete mm-hmm. at the very top. That's, <laughs> we don't expect to tie a game. We don't expect to lose a game. The girls don't expect to do that. Um, and so not winning a district championship, um, not winning a playoff game, uh, these girls want it really bad. Yeah, yeah. Now, Coach Fox, you're making that jump, right, from the head coach, right, at Land Passes mm-hmm. to the assistant now here at Lake Travis. What, how's that adjustment been for you? It's been really great. I've, whenever I was leaving Land Passes, my goal was to learn a lot. Um, and so I'm so grateful that they came and kind of reached out to me and then <clears> took <throat> me on to be um, their assistant. And I have learned a lot from Coach Moni, Coach Bamel. We mm-hmm. talk every single day. Um, so mainly growth was one of the big things. Uh, I went to be a head coach straight out of college, yeah. and it was it was a learning process, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Um, so it's been really special to be at Lake Travis and see how the top dogs do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. I remember the first time I became a head coach, and that was the amount of things that you have to do that are not generally not soccer related whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's it's mind blowing. So, yeah, yeah. So we look at one of the things I wanted to comment about coach is. You know, Will, you do an exceptional job of championing your former athletes, right? Your alums that are now like that are killing it in the, at the college level, right? And I think that's as we need to be advocates for our athletes, right? At the as high school coaches, and you know, one I'm drawing a blank on her first name right now, but uh, my you have her sister here right now. She's going to Lamar, but older sister Farrell. That's yes. she's at the Peyton Air Force Farrell, Academy. Peyton, there you go, Peyton. Mia Farrell yeah. and the Brecken Farrells. We love the Farrell family. Yeah. They're great. They're good. They're yeah. a great family. Um, Amy and Dustin are yeah. great parents, right. um, and they do all the right things. And we, man, we love that family yeah. in Lake Travis. I just wanted to give a little shout out there <laughs> to Peyton since she's killing it at my, you know, my former <laughs> stop, my former stomping grounds at the Air Force Academy. So I was glad to see yeah. her starting to shine at the end. There, yeah, so. and she, yeah, she got a bunch of playing time this year. Um, I, I think she started almost 
almost every single game. And then uh, Mia Farrell signed last weekend, and she yeah. surprised her. She flew down uh, from Air Force yeah. and came down, so it was awesome to see her again. Headed to Lamar, right? Lamar that University. Lamar? Yeah. Who is, That's a hot program have, right they're, now. Yeah, they're yeah. doing all the things right. And yeah. so, yeah. Um, funny enough, um, I don't know if you know Amelia Clark. She's one of our sophomore midfielders. She mm -hmm. has twin sisters uh, okay. that play for Lamar, and they were the two center mids this year. So we got a little Lake Travis to Lamar connection. There, there. you go. Awesome. Great stuff. So um, talk a little bit about your district here uh, and maybe a little bit of Region 4 talk. What are your thoughts? I always like to ask coaches this, right, yeah. is different districts kind of take on different characteristics, different personalities, the style of play, what have you. How would you describe maybe – your district our, our district i think <coughs> is, is more wide open than mm -hmm. it ever has um, been in the past i think um we have a very nice balance in that we have a lot of free flowing attacking styles mm -hmm. um the girls are kind of trained in it within all the clubs as well to yeah. be that possession based attacking based and then we have a lot of very very intelligent um coaches who are very <laughs> defensive minded and they'll do a low block or they'll right. uh, they'll make it very difficult for those attacking senses. And so we get to see a lot of different looks uh, within the district. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but again, I think for the most part, um, the top three or four teams are, we're not going to pack it in for anybody. And so it's good. Yeah. It's good attacking uh, soccer. There you go. Super awesome. Exciting. All right. I'll put you on the spot here. Yeah. So um, the, the 2023-2024 season, for the Lake Travis Cavaliers will be a success if? <laughs> um, again, I'm not going to put success into uh, yeah. wins and losses. I yeah. want our girls to compete, <laughs> have fun, get after it. Um, but again, our goal is always to uh, win a district championship first um, and then take this thing as far as we can. There so again, if we can make it to that regional tournament, that's yeah. our goal. Um, and then beyond that, yeah. I think um, <clears throat> we're very, very excited about the girls mm -hmm. want it and ultimately that's always our goal yeah that'll be great well we'll uh we'll definitely you make that regional tournament i will most likely see you you guys will be coming down to san antonio unless of course unless we're playing in it as well because then i would be somewhere yeah. else but uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't want to yeah knock on yeah. wood there um so as we start wrapping up here coach um thoughts on maybe region four as a as a whole just keep so, takeaways your thoughts on that yeah and so it's kind of funny because i'm a obviously a dfw guy mm -hmm. and um when you are a DFW guy and you're a region one guy or a region two, if you're five, a, you know, you think soccer, you know, you think that's it, the best soccer is in DFW. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you kind of don't take, I'm not going to say not take the others as seriously, but not a, you, they're not as respected in the DFW mind. Right, right. And so I'm came down, uh, with Bamel or in region four on the boys side, man, it's a gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah, there are very region four is very, very deep. Uh, it's very, very competitive. I think, um, and Austin, well, you know, Austin's yeah. come a long way and Austin has come, come a long way. way. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the boy side and the girl side, right. I think, um, <clears throat> man, anybody you saw new Braunfels last year, uh, competed very, very hard against Westwood. They beat a San Antonio team in the first round. Yeah. Um, and so it's not just San Antonio and Austin. Right, right, um, right. So again, what I, looks what looks like to be a, a soon to be five A yes, New Braunfels. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw those numbers that they look like they're they're <laughs> yeah. supposedly projecting a five A uh, now. So. Yeah, their coach does a lot of good stuff there. I've gotten to know him a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, but it's not just San Antonio and Austin. Uh, it's a dogfight every single every single night, every yeah. single round. Yeah. Um, and so again, I was very very surprised and very impressed with uh, Region Four soccer. Awesome, good stuff, great stuff. So as we start wrapping up here, coaches. 
kind of this is your time, stoppage time as we call it, right? Kind of free, you know, the free time balls in your court, if you will, on the field, whatever you want to call it, right? To kind of shout outs, thank yous, anything, uh, anything you'd like to address, you know, you can just look into that camera there and just share any thoughts as it relates to the game. Anything, the floor is yours. Yeah. Um, so first thing, um, again, I, t I mentioned uh, Derek Berling, the head mm -hmm. coach at um, Alito High School right now. He's um, he's very, very important to my life. He's a very huge mentor to me. Um, he should be here this weekend. He's going through. He's on the board at Tasco. Um, he's going through a little bit of a personal illness right yeah, now, and yeah. so he's not going to be back on the field uh, this season. But Derek, we're thinking about you, man. Awesome. Um, we're awesome. hoping that you can uh, get back on the field soon and impact a bunch more lives. Awesome. Well said. Well said, Coach. Coach, how about you? Anything? I'm just excited for this season, excited to see 6A soccer yeah. being at the top of it all. Um, it's it's a big change, and I'm I'm ready for all of the things that it will entail. <laughs> awesome. Great stuff. Well, again, uh, coaches, we really appreciate you guys wishing you all the absolute best in uh, the upcoming season as well. And again, for our listeners, don't go anywhere. We'll be coming back, bringing – got a full slate of interviews today uh, to br bringing you – bringing to you live here from Moody Gardens here in Galveston, Texas at the 2023 Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention. So don't go anywhere and we'll be back soon.